God bless you. I'm Pastor Gail Bobino. Welcome to In the Word Network. Thank you so much for stopping by. Uh, before we get into uh, our my teaching, I'm going to pray and then we're going to go right into it. Amen. Lord, we thank you for another day that you have made, Father God. Another day that wasn't even promised to us, Father God. But mercy, your mercy found us this morning, Jesus. And we thank you for that, Father God. And we will rejoice, rejoice in this day. No matter our circumstances, no matter how we're feeling, we will rejoice and be glad in this day. Amen. We will rejoice and be glad in this day, Lord. I pray that you will open up the eyes and the ears of the listeners, Father God. Open up their hearts to receive your word this morning, Father God. Now, Lord, we thank you and we praise you, Father God. Give me the wisdom to teach, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. I thank you and I praise you and I give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. I'm going to be talking about who do you go to for help when in the time of trouble, in the time of crisis, who do you seek for help? Who do you seek for help, for advice, unanswered questions, um, life situations, problems, making big decisions? Who do you go to for help? Who do you seek for counsel? Amen. Amen. And we're going to start in Isaiah, the 30th chapter. I'm going to read the first seven verses. Amen. And that's Isaiah 30, five, uh, first verse through the seventh verse. Woe to the obstinate children, declares the Lord, to those who carry out plans that are not mine. Forming an alliance, but not by my spirit. Heaping sin upon sin. Who go down to Egypt without consulting me? Who look for help to Pharaoh's protection? To Egypt's shade for refuge. Verse 5. But Pharaoh's protection will be your shame. Egypt's shade will bring you disgrace. Though they have officials in Zoan, and their envoys have arrived in Haines, everyone will put everyone will be put to shame because of a people useless to them who bring neither help nor advantage, but only shame and disgrace. Verse six: A prophecy concerning the animals of Negev through a land of hardship and distress, of lions and lionesses, of adders and darting snakes. The envoys carried their riches on donkeys' backs, their treasures on the humps of camels to that unprofitable nation, to Egypt, whose help is utterly useless. Therefore, I call her Rahab, the do-nothing. Amen? Amen? We're, we're talking about the people that are being, that Isaiah is speaking of, because Isaiah is here from the Lord. And the people that they're talking about is Judah. 
the people, this is, is for Judah. And Judah, they went to everyone for advice except for God, who is their help, who's been their help from day one. So what Judah leaders did, they got together, the, the leaders of Judah got together in the council and made a decision without God's counsel. Without God's counsel. They never asked the Lord for help. They never asked him for help. They never asked him for guidance or direction. Is that how a Christian life is supposed to be? Our Christian life, how we live, if we live for God. If the word tell us our lives no longer belong to ourselves, therefore, if our lives don't belong to ourselves anymore and it belongs to God, why is it that we do not go to him for help? When we're in dire need or when we um, need to make decisions, big decisions in our lives, we must seek God's counsel. And most of the time, we go to man out of fear because we're we become anxious and fearful. Amen. And so we begin to make decisions without God. Amen. We begin to make decisions and then it causes a whole stir. It causes a big mess. And here Judah decided that they wanted to make a decision. They made a decision without even praying or talking to God about their decision. They went everywhere. They went everywhere uh, asking people for help, asking for advice, what to do. And that's how we sometimes, some Christians do that. They trying to find relief. They're trying to find comfort in something. And then they forget God. It's like God just you know, they're, you know, he get passed up because they wasn't vigilant. They wasn't, you know, they don't, they wasn't thinking. And in other words, you have to be in a prayerful attitude. If you're in a prayerful attitude and in a situation arise, or you need some type of counsel, when you're in that prayerful attitude, a light will come on. Let me pray and ask God. Let me seek God's help. Let me seek God's guidance. But here, it didn't happen. So in, instead, a lot of times when we go to man, we're looking for immediate relief. And I call that an easy way out. Instead of going to God in prayer and seeking his counsel, we tend to go to man and we look for an easy way out. We look for man to, to give us an easy way out. Amen. But God brings us challenges in our lives how to see how we'll walk through them and see if we're going to trust him enough to bring us out of that circumstances or see if we trust him enough that he will help us. Amen. Amen. And so what happened was Hezekiah had been seeking, seeking a, um, a defensive alliance with Egypt against Serechab. Sennacherib, I cannot pronounce his name, Sennacherib, the Assyrians. In other words, against the Assyrians. And um, he was looking, instead of looking to God, he looked to man for help. He looked for man for help. Let's go to Isaiah 31. Let me show you how when we 
do things out of the will of God, I'm going to show you how quick that we forget what God has told us to do and what God told us not to do. Listen to this. But God, let me, before I go to, uh, turn to Isaiah 31 and 30, but I want to go back. Israel, like man, like man helping believers when, when we are in this type of crisis like Hezekiah was, God said it was useless to even go to Egypt for help. They were useless. They were called to do nothing. Rahab to do nothing. If he already, if in other words, they there's nothing that Egypt could have ever done, could have ever done for to help uh, Judah. And then why would you go to Judah? Why why would Judah go to Egypt? For help. That was the same place God had delivered them from previously. God delivered them out of the hands of Pharaoh, but yet he go to Judah for help. And not only did they 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 um the council decided to go to Egypt for help, what they did, they bribed. They bribed Egypt. They were bribing them for help because verse six already says what they did they took they took riches on donkeys backs their treasure on camels on the humps of camels and god called egypt an unprofitable nation they were a prop there was nothing that egypt could do for them but let's look at isaiah 31 and verse 1 he said again once again woe to those who go down to egypt Woe to to those who go down to Egypt for help, who rely on horses, who trust in the multitude of their chariots and in the great strength of their horsemen, but do not look to the Holy One of Israel or seek help from the Lord." The Holy One of Israel. We already know God is the Holy One of Israel or seek help from the Lord. Yet, let's read verse 2. Yet he too is wise can bring disaster. He does not take back his word. He will rise up against the wicked nation, against those who help evil doers. But the Egyptians are mere mortal and not God. Their horses are are flesh and not spirit. When the Lord stretches out his hand, those who help will stumble. Those who are helped will fall and will perish. And here God was saying that Judah was a wicked nation and they how they were relying on Egypt to help them. But God, the word says here that Egypt will fall. But if you remember in Deuteronomy 17, 16, God even told them, do not, told the king, do not take many horses, do not go back to Egypt. He told them not to go back to Egypt, and here they are asking Egypt for help, bribing them, bribing them with gold, with with um, riches, treasures, taking it to Egypt and the word of God says God said whoever helped them will fall will fall let's look at Deut- let me read Deuteronomy 17:16 the king moreover must not acquire great 
numbers of horses for himself or make the people return to Egypt to get more of them. For the Lord has told you, you are not to go back that way again. You must not go back that way again. I'm going to read verse 17. He must not take many wives or his heart will be led astray. He must not accumulate large amounts of silver and gold. But see here, he told them in Deuteronomy 17, 16, not to go back. He told the king not to send them back to Egypt. He delivered them from Egypt. Why would they go back to Egypt for help? Why would they go back to Egypt for help? Who do you call on today? When we're in trouble, believers, when we're in trouble, who do you call on for help? Who do you call on for help? Do you call on God or do you go to man for help? We are to pray. We are to pray to see God's counsel, where God wants to lead us, where where God wants to take us, amen, where God wants to take us. If you go, if you look at Psalms 121, says, I will look to the, I will look to the, mine eyes, I will lift up mine eyes to the hills with coming my help. My help comes from the Lord who's made the heavens and the earth. If he has made the heavens and the earth, there's nobody else who can help us. Only God can help. Because he is the same God who made the heavens and the earth. Amen. He made the heaven and the earth. He's the same God in the day of Moses. Amen. And he's that same God today. He's the same God who was, who is, and is yet to come. So why would we go to man for help when we can always just call on the name of the Lord? And he's there to protect us. He's there to help us. He's there to give us advice. Amen. He's there to bring comfort. Amen. And this is so, this is so awesome. This is the awesome part. You know, we can always call on him no matter where we are. Not just when we're in danger, just when we're in need of comfort, just when we want to go and minister to him. We can minister to him in worship. We, when we get before him in our quiet time and in our place of worship, amen? We get before him in worship. And whenever we need him and we minister, when we worship and have communion with him, we're ministering to him as well. Amen? But we can always call on the name of the Lord. He created the heavens and the earth. He created the heavens and the earth. And this is a song from the author here on Psalms 121. And he expresses the assurance of hope in God's protection. Amen. Day and night. We don't have to worry about nothing. Amen. Not only did he make the hills. Amen. He made the earth. And so we can trust him. We can trust him. We should never trust any lesser power. We should never trust man, but we can trust God himself. Amen. 
not and he's all powerful he's all seeing and all knowing he watches over us amen nothing diverts god's attention or nothing deters his attention from keeping his people safe amen we never when we when we when we get to a place where we outgrow the need of god's help or to watch over our lives, then you're no longer walking with the Lord. When you cut him off, we never outgrow. He is the one who who guides us. Amen? The word says he's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. Even when things seem dark, seem dim, seem hopeless, we can always call on God for help. He's our ever-present help, amen, even in a time of trouble, despair. But we call on him for help. But here is Hezekiah and the leaders of Judah. They're calling on Egypt for help, amen. They're calling on Egypt for help. And it was wrong for Judah to look for to another nation for help, to other nations for help. But they looked to other nations for military help. And and one, they were trusting in human beings instead of God. And when we begin to trust in human beings instead of God, everything goes wrong because they're powerless when it comes to God. Compared to God, we are powerless. Humans are powerless. They are powerless. And they cannot help you. Only God. God. Amen. God can help you. Well, you may say, well, Pastor, Pastor Bobano, humans can help us, but there are humans that help us. But what happens is God works through man to bless his people. So you won't go directly to man. You will go to God first. And God will use that per use an individual to bless your life. Use an individual to help you in the time of trouble. Amen. Amen. So we must go to God for help. God is a spirit and those who worship him must worship him what? In spirit and in truth. So what God does, he uses man. He uses man to bless one another, to help one another. Just like you see how, and it's the opposite of Satan. Satan is a spirit, but what he does, he's a spirit. So we have to, when we dealing with Satan, we fight Satan on what? A spiritual plane. And we use the word of God to come against his attack. So we need God's help first. We see God help, amen, in prayer, in the word, to study in the word. But when we're dealing with Satan, we have to fight him on a spiritual plane because he's, he's also a spirit, amen. So in the word, tell us to put on the whole armor of God, Ephesians 6. I believe it's Ephesians 6. That we may be able to withstand the wiles of the devil. Amen. So that is our help. The word is our help. God is the word and the word is God. Amen. And the word is God. And the word tells us how to deal with Satan. Amen. In Ephesians chapter 6. Amen. So if the word tells us that is God's help. He's helping us through his word. That is help. That's why the, 
The word of God said he's an ever-present help. He's helping us. When we come against a come against attacks, just like Judah was uh needed help fighting the Assyrians in battle, they went to man. Amen. It's the same thing. When we're in trouble, the word is clear. It's giving us help because it tells us in Ephesians 6, it tells us to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might and to put on the whole armor of God so that we can stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, if we didn't go to our word, if we didn't pray to God for help, how would we know? If we didn't study the word of God, how would we know? how to come against the enemy because we can't fight him in flesh. Amen? Because the word said we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness in high places. In high places. So the word is our help as well because the word is God and God is the word. Amen? So instead, Judah, the one of their biggest, the number one mistake they made, they looked for human help. Instead of God's help. Amen. They looked for human help instead of God's help. So Judah, they sought protection from those who were powerless compared to God. There's no one powerful than God. He created the heavens and the earth. Amen. Both Egypt and Judah, God, the word tells us that they would fall. They would fail at everything. They would fall greatly. And sometimes, even in war, in those times, God would use war. He will use war and to discipline Israel, to discipline Judah. Amen? Amen. But he said they will surely fall. Egypt and Judah will fall as a result of their arrogance. And when I say their arrogance, thinking that you can do anything without God's help, even if you are an unbeliever, Unbelievers and believers, we cannot accomplish anything in our own strength. In our own strength. I saw this um, This young woman uh, was on Twitter and she was saying that, you know, uh, the, the, the young man was telling her, we can't do nothing without the Lord. She said, well, I graduated from college. I, I did this in my own strength. No, you, God, what it is, God has given us the ability to accomplish he created humans. He created us in his image. But what it is, God has given us the ability to accomplish things in our lives, to accomplish going to college, to accomplish driving, to accomplish whatever it is that we do in our lives, singing, of whatever it is, preaching. He's given us that ability to do those things, the ability to to train to become a, a police officer, to train to become a doctor, to go to school. Your ability does not come of your own doing. It comes because God has given you the ability to do it. Amen. Amen. We can't do nothing without God's help. And this is what Judah thought they could do. Judah and Egypt thought they could fight against Assyrians and win, but their their arrogance had consequences. Number two, they were serving their own interests instead of God's interests. They were doing whatever they wanted to do. They took bribes to Egypt. They took bribes. They took treasures on camels. They took 
to all these bribes to give to Egypt to help them in this battle. And so they had their own interests in heart. God wasn't even in the picture because they never asked him for help. That's why, that's why God said, he said in verse 2 of chapter 30, he said, who go down to Egypt without consulting me. They didn't even seek God's counsel. Didn't even seek his counsel. But they went, for, they went looking for Pharaoh for help for protection instead of God. The same God that was with them in the glory cloud by day and the fiery cloud by night. That is the same God that was with them when they crossed the sea. He parted the sea so they can walk walk through and be safe. He protected them, but they went to man. They went to man. The same God that fed them manna when they were in the wilderness. Mm, the same God that helped them, but yet they went to man. They didn't even consult him. And they violated on the most part for me that got me when I was reading this. They violated God's stipulations in Deuteronomy 17, which we read earlier. They violated. He told them, do not go back to Egypt. And he said, don't send them to Egypt. Don't send them back there for more horses. He told them, don't obtain so many horses and don't send them back to get it. And do not send the people back to Egypt. But they did. They did. And number three, their third fault was they did not want to pay the price of looking to God and repenting for their sinful behavior. That was the problem. That was number three. They didn't want to repent for their sinful behavior. When we have problems, there's nothing wrong with seeking help. But the thing is, we must never, never, never bypass God or his previous direction he has given us. Amen? Like Judah did. He, they, he gave them. He gave them forewarning in Deuteronomy 17. They went on back to Egypt. They went back there asking for help. And he specifically said and told the king. But they went back anyway. And what I want to encourage believers today. No matter during a crisis. This crisis with this COVID-19 Whatever you're going through, it could be marriage, it could be things going on with your children, it could be things going on at college, at school. No matter where you are, no matter what country you're in, no matter what, whatever it is you're going through, look to God first for counsel. And you can never go wrong. You can never go wrong. Open up your Bible. Even if you're a non-believer and you're hearing this, if you have a Bible, if you can get you a Bible, get it. Just turn to any scripture, any scripture in the Bible. Ask God to fill you with his Holy Spirit. Ask God to give you wisdom and help you understand this word so you can come out of whatever problems that you're facing right now. Pray. 
Well, pastor, I don't know how to pray. Say what's in your heart. Even if it means, Lord, help me. Call on the Lord. Excuse me. Call on the Lord. He will answer you. You will get an answer. And I'm encouraging all believers today. Don't look for man for guidance. Don't look for man for help. There's nothing wrong with getting help. But you can't bypass God. Amen? Amen? Allergies. You cannot bypass God. You must seek him first. That's why the word tells us in Matthew 6, 33, Seek ye first the kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. So when you seek him, he will give you what you need. He'll give you the help that you need. Amen? He'll give you that help that you need. If it's comfort, you'll find comfort in his word. If it's unanswered questions, open up the word. Lord, should I do this? Lord, I need to fly here. Is it safe to fly, or or is this where you're taking me? You know, pray about it. Ask God. Open the word of God. Revelation comes from the word of God. Lord, I need advice for this. Lord, I need some type of relief. I need a break. I need to get away. I need relief. Lord, help me. Open up the word. Pray. Seek the Lord. That is what I'm admonishing this morning. I admonish you to seek ye first the kingdom of God. Amen. And then you don't have to worry about everything else because he'll add the things that you need. Amen. Look to the hills. Amen. The psalmist said, I will look to the hills in Psalms 121, which cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord who's made the heavens and the earth. So if God created the heavens and the earth, why would you go to man? He's the creator of all. Amen. Sometimes it eludes us that, you know, it eludes us that God is our ever-present help. And we go look in the men. So I'm encouraging you this morning. Seek God out. Amen. Pray. Open your word. Open the Bible up. Young men and young women, open up the word because that's where your help is going to come from your help is going to come from God. If you're struggling in school, you're struggling with a problem, or you're struggling with a certain, uh, you may be struggling at work. Amen. You may be struggling at work. It may be uh, peer pressure. You, you know, social media. You have a lot of young Christians on social media, and seem like their mind are focusing on what what uh, what the world is talking about instead of. Seeking God out for answers. Don't go to social media for answers. Amen. Social medias don't have your answer unless you're dealing with true believers that are on social media that are spreading the gospel of the kingdom. Amen. Young people. Young people, you have an obligation. You have an obligation just as well as the old, old older Christians. You have an obligation to seek God for help. You have an obligation to study the word of God. Amen. Pray. Pray. Not just prayer is just not going to God asking him for things. Amen. Asking him for help. Amen. You need that communion with the Lord. Amen. So when you do get in that trouble, you won't panic. You won't become fearful, but you'll say, Lord, I need your help. 
I'm in this circumstances right now, or I need relief from something, Lord. I have a, I have a course that is really hard, Lord. Help me through it. Seek God for help. Amen. There's nothing wrong with seeking your teacher if you need help. That's fine. But don't bypass God. Amen. Because what God does in the earth, he uses us. He uses his people. When God he accomplishes purpose in the earth, he uses people to help him do it. Amen. So you can't bypass God if you need help. Amen. Amen. And if you have any questions, you can ask me questions on on uh on the uh the podcast. There's a thing on there when you go to the website. Amen. Go to the uh my podcast. Ask questions. You need help with anything. You need prayer. You want to pray together. And I'm speaking to my young people as well. You know, I'm speaking to you as well. Seek ye first the kingdom. Seek God for everything. Don't lose heart. Don't lose hope. Whatever it is you're facing. Amen. Whatever it is that you're facing, God will bring you out. We should always consult God in the time of trouble, in the time of help. Amen. Because he is our ever-present help and he will fight our battles for us. We don't have to go to man to fight our battles because we already know that's a that's a losing that's a losing battle if we go to man instead of seeking God's counsel. God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Amen. I thank you so much for just stopping by and listening to this. And I hope this was a blessing to you. Amen. I hope this was a blessing to you. And I'm praying that you will have a victorious day, Lord. We just thank you for the word that went forth, Father God. And I pray, Father God, that we learn to seek you in all things, Father God. Because we know that you're all-powerful, all-seeing, all-knowing. Amen. You know everything, Father God, even before it happens. Amen. And we will look to you, Lord, and that we will look to you for help, Father God, for strength. Hallelujah. And we thank you and we praise you as we go throughout this day, Father God, that we will continue to glorify you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you and have a victorious day.